What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the My Virgo Friend Podcast. I am your host, Chi Chi, and I'm so grateful to have you here. We are uh, just a few days after the full moon in Scorpio. We just had the blood moon. Uh, so we're going to be chatting about the afterglow effects from that. Uh, but before we do, let's get into our five deep breaths. I want you to inhale through the nose, exhale fully through the mouth. Uh, let's go for five deep breaths. Take in as much air as you can and really let all the air out, okay? Breathe in. here shout out to my first time listeners shout out to the og listeners and of course my returning listeners that's not quite an og status yet but getting there i do appreciate um your support every time you mention a podcast anyone anytime you share it whatever it just it helps me so i just want to thank you all okay um shout outs damn my bad shout out to the earth signs we are no are we officially in gemini season it's the 19th so i want to say we're on the cusp we're transitioning to the gemini season but we'll do our final shout out for taurus season the ogs taurus uh earth uh, the earth ogs there we go taurus virgo capricorn cheers Shout out to the water babies, Scorpios, Pisces, and Cancers. Shout out to the air signs, Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. And last but not least, the fire signs, Leo, Sagittarius, and Aries. Cheers, cheers, cheers. If you're looking on YouTube, I just lit the flame. Just lit an incense. I think it's frankincense, what I got for this time. Uh, And my Conan, he is in the back. All right, so here's a little flame for you to gaze at real quick. And uh, yeah, like I said, we are just a few days after the blood moon that we had on Monday, the 16th. How has the week been for you? How was the full moon for you? Did you see it? I know for me on the night of the full moon, damn it, it was uh, cloudy real bad and it was like raining and stuff. So I I saw it, but I didn't see it as fully as I could have seen it had it not been cloudy and raining and stuff. But uh, yeah, so the weekend leading up to Monday and, you know, this week thus far, how has it been for you? Okay, we are uh, wrapping up Taurus season, earthy, grounded Taurus season where we seek beauty and stability. Okay, we are wrapping that up and moving into airy Gemini. Okay, and in this transition, you know that Mercury is still in retrograde. Okay, it's going to be throughout May until I want to say like the second week of June is when we can feel the Mercury retrograde effects because you know we still have a two-week uh, post-shadow period, right? So Mercury retrograde is usually like six to eight weeks, somewhere in there. Um, and yeah, we just have a few more weeks of that. And with Mercury retrograde, 
as you can hear in me, me speaking so far is um, rushed ideas, you know, miscommunications, um, talking like your word, your mind moving quicker than your words and get it out. So it, it comes out like you're stuttering or fumbling over your words or, you know, what I'm saying just bleh, <laughs> that energy. OK, miscommunication, whether it's with yourself or miscommunicate with someone else or miscommunication of systems, you know, like, oh, my God, y'all, I've had quite a few events for Mercury retrograde. OK, so first of all, what just happened today, um, back in April. I had made arrangements to go home for Easter and I rented a car through Avis and I had a friend that gave me a coupon code where I can get a huge discount applied to my car rental uh, reservation. And when I submitted the reservation, okay, it definitely came up to like 350, I feel something like that, like 330, 350, somewhere in there. Okay. And I had it for four days. Okay. I had it from Thursday to Monday. All right. So fast forward to Easter weekend, plans change. I do not drive home and I instead just stay in Florida, but I don't do anything that warrants needing a rental car for four days okay so anyway you know rented the car once i realized i wasn't going to be driving home um for easter and i wasn't going to be traveling at all you know with this rental car i reached out to avis like hey i want to say on that that friday because i picked it up thursday reached out to avis on that friday hey um, I realized, you know, I don't need the car for the full, full four days. If I brought it back sooner, could I get a discount or whatever? Cause you know, it's Easter weekend, you know, I'm sure someone else could use this car. Right. And they're like, no, we're still going to charge you, you know, regardless, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, thank you. Return the car, the vehicle, whatever. No problem. Okay. So now I'm like working on my credit card statements. Right. And I'm reviewing the charges and stuff. And I have an 800 and $50 charge from Avis. And I'm like, hell no. So then I go back to my email confirmations. Okay. And I scroll down because you know, when the confirmations come in, you know, whatever, you know, I just, I don't know why I didn't see this before. Now I can't tell you why I just, I'm just now catching on to this. Okay. Because I was, I just knew that it was that $300 charge that went through, but $850 for a four day car rental. And then I didn't even go anywhere. So I checked my email confirmations today and both of them that they sent me, it had the 850. So then I clicked the link where it says, view your receipt online here. And it took me to the page and it still said 850. But when I processed that transaction, it was only because they flashed the $300 charge after the coupon code was applied. And when I looked at the receipt today, it said that no coupon code was applied. So I've been steaming Ever since then, it's, it was like two hours ago when I like saw this. So I've been steaming because that's $850. Do you know what I could have done with that money? Okay. Like I'm like, I'm so frustrated. Like the money's gone, whatever, but still. And so this just like, this is just confirms to me. Like if the plans aren't concrete that I'm definitely going, I am not renting a car, especially from Avis. Do not rent from them. I am so frustrated. Like, why was my coupon code not applied? Why did it revert back to the original charge? I'm so frustrated and so pissed and so annoyed. And my freaking third eye has been furrowing ever since. But whatever. It could have been more, right? Like, 
Ugh, but that's Mercury retrograde, like kicking out like more, kicking out more more money than you expected. Things coming out, you know, like a mis miscommunication of charges, that whole thing, a, a misunder miscalculation, you know, overcharging. Like it was another thing I um ordered a gift for someone and Again, when I was looking at the receipt, I'm like, no, 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 this is not what I should have been charged. It, it looks like they overcharged me. So, yeah, I, I have to check that one out, too. But the other thing that happened with uh, a Mercury retrograde for Friday. Yeah, this is on Friday, the 13th. Shit, now that I think about it. Friday the 13th. All right. So one thing about me, I don't really care to drive downtown in any city because I'm always annoyed by the parking situation like I think it's so annoying like the whole parking thing like it just always stresses me out whether it's like where you gotta park and walk or how much they charge or whatever like it just fresh me out frustrates me with the whole parking situation um but anyway I don't really like going downtown but on Friday I went downtown uh for the meet and greet for Ebony Fit weekend that we just had this past weekend okay so went downtown and I knew that I was going to be going to a meet and greet and I knew I was probably going to drink and I didn't want to have to worry about parking. So I was like, you know, what? let me just catch an Uber. Yes, I was by myself. That was my first mistake. Um, but I caught an Uber, you know, from my home. He Ubered me down um, to Orlando. And as I'm riding in the car, you know, I'm like, oh, why is my keys in my hand? Oh, because it can't fit in my clutch, the clutch that I had, right? It wasn't enough room for my keys to be stored in there. So I get out the Uber. It was like 8.30 when I got there. And at about 9.45, you know, it's about time to go. So I'm like, all right, let me call my Uber. Called my Uber. I can't find my keys. I'm looking all over the bar. They're, they're not there. I can't I can't find them. They're not found. They're not on the table. They're not anywhere else. They're not in the bathroom. They're not hanging up on the bathroom door or anything like that. Nobody else found them and picked them up. They're just not there. Oh, shit. I left my keys in the Uber that I took to get here, which was about two hours ago. By this time, the new Uber has arrived. I walk up to him. Hey, guy. I actually left my keys in the Uber that I took to get down here. What should I do? So then he showed me some prompts on the Uber app, what to do. Thank you, sir. Go through the prompts. I left something in Uber. I need to get in contact with my driver. I list my number. Uber connects me to my driver. And I'm talking to him. And he's a he's a, a black man. And there was a language barrier. His bio said he spoke French and Spanish. So I'm assuming he 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 was Caribbean for sure. I don't know which which you know island or whatever. He was definitely Caribbean. And there was a language barrier. <clears throat> but I called him like, hey, I left my my keys in your Uber. Oh no, there's no keys in my Uber. Uh, yes, there is. Uh, did you pick up anyone else after me? Well, I don't remember dropping you off. Yes, you did. You have a such such car, and I read the exact car description that was in the bio that picked me up and the same car that I verified was picking me up before I got in. So the car is correct. That's on the bio. He straight up told me, no, I don't have that kind of car. I have a different kind of car. And I'm like, do you not remember me? You dropped me off at 830 downtown. How many other black single women did you pick up by themselves and drop downtown around 830? So he's just flat out lying to me. Okay. Oh, there's no keys in my backseat. I don't see any keys. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. So then I call Uber. 
Well, no, I don't call Uber. I'm searching through the Uber app because, of course, they want to have the bots and they want to have stupid ass articles. That's not answering the question that you have because you need to speak someone in real time. Right. It's a Friday night. Y'all need to have hotlines going at this point. OK, stop sending me to texts and articles and bots and shit. I want to speak to someone. OK, so finally, after clicking around everywhere, I was able to find the Uber support number was connected to a call. Hey, I left my keys in the back of the Uber. I've spoken to the driver three times because I would keep, I would talk to him. He would blatantly lie to me. I would hang up. I would go through the steps again to connect me to my driver. He would answer every time and we would play the same little game every time. So we did this like three times, <clears throat> okay, where I, the call connected three separate times after he did not have my keys. Uber called him once. They called me back. Oh, he does have your keys. He's going to bring them to you. Are you kidding me? This is the number to get in contact with him. <clears throat> they give me a number. The guy uh, answers. It's the same voice. It's the same guy. When are you bringing my keys? Oh, it's an hour away. Okay. Uh, do, you, do you need these keys tonight? Yes. Yes, I do. These are my keys to get into my home. These are my keys that have my car key, my fob. Okay. Yes. I need this right now. It's okay. What's an hour away? Okay. Get off the phone. An hour goes by. I'll call him back. Hey, checking your ETA. Oh, I'm 27 minutes away. Okay. Get off the phone. 27 minutes later, he pulls up. I walk to the driver's side window. Hey, thank you for coming back. Oh, you could go back there and get him. And he don't even make eye contact with me. He just motions over his right shoulder to get to go retrieve the keys from back passenger. Okay. So I walk around to the back passenger. Okay. He didn't even have the decency to grab and get, get the keys to me. So I walked around back passenger, grabbed the keys and they're sitting right there. It's not like they were on the floor or, or, um, smushed in between the seat cushions or anything. And the, and the, um, inside light came on. Okay. The inside light was working. So they were sitting right there. Um, and I grabbed the keys, walked back to the driver's side window, and I said, so I say thank you again for bringing back the keys. What took you so long? You know, why was you saying it was an hour, a hour away? He said, oh, because I drove to my home in Point Siena. And it is about an hour commute to Point Siena, but that's not my fucking problem, okay? Like, when you drive Uber, this is the risk you assume. You have to drive super far. You know where you live, and you knew the routes that you were picking up and taking, okay? That's the risk you took, okay? You have to know that when you're driving Uber, that people may leave stuff in your car, and you may have to return their stuff to them if you want to continue driving with Uber, okay? Or if you want to get a five-star rating or get great tips or whatever the case you know what i'm saying like this is your problem not mine but my keys was in your car so you being an uber driver you need to handle it you know so i just was asking like you know what took you an hour so oh, i was home at point Seattle. I was like, okay well i appreciate you bringing my keys back because the whole time i was trying to get in contact with him and waiting on him to bring my keys back i'm thinking he could do anything right now he could have went right back to my apartment. He could have just set the alarm on my key fob, looked for the car that was going off, and just drove out with my car. He could have made a copy of my key. He could have passed my key off to somebody else. He could have been a sex trafficker. He could have gotten to an accident and my keys could have been thrown from the car. My the main the number one thing I thought would have happened, he would have picked someone else right after me. And then they're like sloppy drunk. And then when they're getting out, they're just, you know, sweeping up everything that's in the seat, putting it in her purse, and she's walking off. And now this random has my keys. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I was thinking. Like, and there's no way I'm gonna find out who 
who that was, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, multiple people get in an Uber all the time. So I was just really, really stressed waiting for my keys to come back. And I just wanted to make a point to let him know I was grateful. Like he could have chucked, he could have rolled down the windows and chucked those keys on I-4, okay? And be like, nope, they're not here. So even though I was very annoyed with him and very pissed that he was playing with me, because he was literally lying, came back in the same car that he picked me up in that's in the bio, just flat out lying. He was just being lazy, didn't want to come back, okay? Because it was too far. He was just being lazy. And he wouldn't make eye contact with me the whole time I was standing in his driver's side window. But anyway, he gave me my keys back. He drove off. So shout out to the Uber drivers that actually come back and return the keys. Shout out to the responsible Uber drivers that check the back seat to make sure everyone has their things. Shout out to the Uber drivers that are honest and that do their job. And, you know, shout out to the, the taxi drive, cab drivers, the shuttle drivers, whatever. If you commute people back and forth, you know, and you do it in a safe and, you know, a safe way and you do your job, just thank you. Shout out to you. Okay. Because that was very scary. Like, you know, and, and let this be a reminder to you too. If you're constantly taking Ubers without a thought by yourself, not looking to check the car, not checking the vehicle plate, or not checking to see if it's child safety lock on there, if the windows work, you know what I'm saying? Like take, take a breath, take a pause. Like I know whenever I'm usually going to jump in an Uber. I'm feeling in a rushed state, right? Because I because I think it's like a two minute waiting period they have, then they pull off whatever and still charge you for the ride or whatever. So I'm usually like trying to get down there, but I don't want to be standing there waiting for the Uber. I kind of want to time it to where right when I'm walking out, they're pulling up, you know. So when I'm usually loading into an Uber, I'm usually in that like, oh, let's get in there state. And yes, I, I check the car. Yes, I check the plate. But do I check the child safety lock every time? No. Am I checking the windows before I close the door and locking me inside? No. So those are just, you know, just having that experience that happened. On, and again, this happened on Friday the 13th, y'all, the weekend of the full moon during an eclipse season. Okay. So it's just so much that could have went wrong. Like he could have just not drove me downtown to my destination. He could have just drove me somewhere else because I was by myself. It's not like I had somebody with me to overpower him in case he did want to like try something, you know? And he could have just, you know, given my keys to anybody. Like, hey, I'm I'm in Poinciana, but I'm going to give my keys to my friend Dave and he's going to come meet you. Like anything could have happened, you guys. And it took that to bring me back to the importance of my safety and security. And, you know, even though I just have to make sure I'm doing everything in my power to make sure I'm safe and secure, whether that's physical safety and security financial safety and security, emotional safety and security. Like when I see here safety and security, like when I think of safety, I think of like Scorpio and then the security, I think of Taurus. But shoot, like you can also flip that too because I could feel security with um, Scorpio and safety with Taurus, you know? But either way, it just reminds me of those two energies, you know? And I felt so powerless. I felt so powerless with my keys just out there floating. You know, on a blood moon, on, on a, a blood moon weekend, a full a Friday the 13th, you know, and I just felt I was just so frustrated. Like, you have my keys. Stop lying to me. You know, so when you're taking these Ubers, take your time, you know, make sure that that's the car. Make sure the license plate verifies. Make sure the person looks like the person in the um in the Uber profile 
ask them to pronounce their name. Make sure that the child safety lock is not on before you close that door. Roll the window down as you're loading into the car, but before you close the door behind you, just to make sure that the windows work, okay? In case there is some funny business with that door and you can't get it locked from the inside, you know? And, you know, if you could take an Uber with someone, absolutely do it. If you have to take it by yourself, send the details to someone. Make sure you be on FaceTime with somebody as you're getting into the Uber. Have a text buddy, an Uber buddy that you text, like where every time y'all take an Uber or something that y'all are each other's accountability partner. Um, what's some other tips? Carry some mace on you. Get a weapon. Do you walk around? Do you walk around weaponless? Ladies, are you protecting yourself? You know, if you don't have any, any weapons on your person, Remember, you could use, you know, the bony prominence of your elbow, of your your arm, you know, to like jab somebody, you know, in the eye socket or whatever, you know, in the teeth, in the mouth, whatever, in the guts, kick them in the balls, you know, just make sure you're concerned about your safety and security because that ties back to our value, you know, and that's, you know, going back to the Taurus energy, that Venus energy, looking at what we value. And, you know, early, in the earlier episodes, I talked about value in a sense of wealth and beauty and finance, but literally just valuing your life, you just valuing your life, you know, and, you know, I feel you like sometimes when you get into those periods of anxiety or depression or numbness and where you just kind of just don't really care about much, you know, and it's so easy to lose sight of the little things that could just make us a little more secure, that can make us feel a little less stressed, you know, like, for example, whenever you know you have to do something business wise, like it's like legal paperwork or it's some business paperwork you have to do. And it, it may be looming on your head. It may be frustrating you because you're procrastinating on doing it and you're dreading it. But once you submit that documentation, once you submit those papers, once you submit those taxes, whatever, like that weight that's lifted off your shoulders, that stress that isn't so heavy on your back and in your chest, you know, you could breathe a little easier now. That was taking action to give yourself a little more security, to give yourself a little more safety in knowing it's done, it's taken care of, it's handled. I don't have to go back and check on anything. I could trust that it's done. I could trust that it's right, blah, blah, blah. You know, just having that security and knowing that you took care of it and you took care of something that was going to help you. How many, how many times can you say that you've bailed on yourself? You've canceled on yourself. You've canceled going to the gym, canceled going grocery shopping to do meal prep, canceled going to church, canceled going to worship, canceled, you know, doing something that's going to help you be better. That's going to help you get closer to the person you want to be more like, you know, the, the higher version of yourself, you know, how many times have you canceled on yourself willingly, consistently over and over again. But when it comes to canceling on someone else, you either don't do it or it's just a little harder for you to cancel on someone else compared to how you cancel on you. And not saying that you don't cancel on other people, but you, it just, there's just a little more guilt maybe, or maybe you, you think of an example or uh, uh, you think of an excuse a little longer or, you know what I'm saying? Like how, how easy are we so quick to give up on ourselves when it comes to other people, we just hold them to a higher standard. Like we should hold ourselves to that same standard. The, like you going to the gym 
should hold the same weight, if not higher, of going on a date with someone, okay? Or going out to the club or going out to brunch. You know, a commitment that you have to yourself should be higher, should hold greater weight, should have a greater sense of excitement within you, should have greater priority, you know, because that's for you. That's yours, you know, like way out how how many hours you're giving to others compared to how many hours you're giving to yourself. Okay. And that's not to say be 100% selfish in every part of your life and everything that you do when it comes to everybody that you interact with. No. Okay. However, I am saying that I can relate to when you want to be a, when you're naturally a giver and you give out of love and you give without expectation. But then when you continue to give with love and without expectation, you notice that it's not being reciprocated, you know? So just be mindful of keep uh, maintaining harmony within your levels, okay? And be mindful of the choices that you're making. Is this giving me security? Does this make me feel safe? Like whenever I was in that Uber, you know, and oh, <laughs> and I did not have to take an Uber going back home. One of my friends dropped me off, okay? In case you was wondering. But yeah, I got my keys back and... You know, I was just so grateful. After I got my keys back, I just kept thanking God. And I've still been thanking God in universe and just so grateful. And just replaying that night and just replaying the different scenarios that could have happened. And just so grateful to God that I was just safe that night. And it just brought me back to, I just want to be safe. I just want to be secure. And, you know, I only drove because I was expecting to drink. You know, so now this has got me thinking like, okay, and plus the drinks weren't even all that. Of course, I didn't drink enough to like be drunk or get a buzz or whatever. And even still, I don't want to be drunk, throwing up the next morning, hungover and stuff, you know, plus I had to teach yoga the next morning. So, you know, it's even got me thinking like that, like you was only in the Uber because you was planning the drink. So how about we just don't drink next time we go out? You know, that's a choice that will help me to be a better person. Okay. Because of course, the more you drink the more it affects you. Okay. And it, of course, alcohol affects everyone in different ways, but based on the goals that I have for myself, you know, I shouldn't have, that shouldn't even been an option for me to be going out that weekend to be drinking at the bar that weekend. That shouldn't even been an option for me. And I only had two drinks, you know? And, um, but yeah, so it's like, I would have saved that time, that money, that energy, that frustration. Had I just driven myself, you know, because I wouldn't have to deal with Uber, period. So now I'm in a, in a space and a mindset of, okay, how can I not deal with Uber anymore? How can I not deal with Avis, that freaking rental car center anymore? You know, just, wow, I just realized the two things with cars. But um, yeah, so that just, it, if that resonates with you. You know, if this is a, a message you could share with someone that you could share with another woman, hell, share with another person, okay? Because they kidnap dudes too, okay? But if this is just a message you can share with someone just to help, you know, to keep awareness up in regards of sex trafficking and weirdos that are out there and scammers, okay? Like the scammer energy is just very high this year, okay? Ever since pandemic, the scammer energy has just like really skyrocketed, okay? And the trafficking energy has just really skyrocketed, okay? So it's just a lot of dark forces out there that are intent on 
being dark, okay, that are intent on harming and taking away. Like, I just felt like someone took a piece of power away from me with just not having my keys because they could have did whatever. He could have came, well, no, he couldn't have came to my apartment because on Uber it doesn't list, like, what your unit number is or whatever. But still, but still, you know, like, has you have you ever experienced a scary Uber situation, a scary Uber story? I would love to hear it. I'd read it on the air if you want me to, just to be a cautionary tale for any other people. Because, you know, us Virgos, we like to get things right, and we like to be, you know, cross our T's, dot our I's, and, you know, we don't like to mess up, and we don't like to be caught up in situations where we're not prepared, okay? So if you have... um stories you want to share where you know it was scary but by the grace of god it worked out and you know you you have some tips that you want to share or whatever i would love to hear email me at chichi at my virgo friend c-h-e-c-h-e at my virgo friend.com at me on instagram at chichi babe also at my virgo friend podcast i would love to hear from you if you have yet to give me a five-star rating please do all right um if you're listening to app on apple Podcasts. When you open my podcast and scroll all the way down to the bottom after all the episodes, it should give you the option right then and there. You should see five stars. And that's where you would give the rating on Spotify. I'm sure it's the same option. But yes, if you um, could write a review for me, that would really help me. If you could write a five-star review for me, it would really help me. And yeah, I'm just so um, grateful, you know, to your support and your love and Y'all, like, just keep praying. Just keep praying because I really feel like it was my prayers that brought those keys back to me because that was a very scary situation. Okay, so if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to go ahead and start clearing the deck to do a reading for this week, okay, for the, the moon energy we just had. I did an oracle reading for the last episode, but still, you can never have too many readings, right? All right, so I named this episode Blood Moon Baby because Rihanna and ASAP Rocky delivered their baby, you guys. She delivered on Friday the 13th, okay? And um, like I said, I'm clearing out the cards, shuffling the cards now, okay? So yes, Rihanna, her and ASAP Rocky, they had their babies, you guys. So, uh, spirit, oh, let me, let me do five breaths, y'all. All right, so now I'm shuffling the cards. So yes, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna, uh, she delivered on Friday. Whoa, okay, two cards popped out. All right, cool, cool. And um, need one more. She delivered on Friday the 13th. And speaking of Friday the 13th, I watched um, Candy on Hulu. It's an original limited series, Candy on Hulu, starring Jessica Biel. Cameo appearance by Justin Timberlake, her husband, Justin Timberlake, okay? So, it was pretty good. Watch it. If you like true crime, suspense, thriller, yeah, watch Candy on Hulu. It's pretty good. And Jessica Biel did her thing, okay? And it's a true story, y'all. It happened in real life. I'm not going to speak too much on it because I don't want to give it away, but it good. Okay, so we have three pop-out cards. Aww. 
Okay, so three Papa cards. The first card is it is a time for healing. And if you look at the card, it is, it's a starry sky. It's, uh, the card is purple in color, like a deep royal purple in color. And the moon is glistening over a body of water. Okay, it looks like as if we were in a swamp marsh. And you know, like how sometimes like in like the swamp marshes, like it's a, a stream clearing of water. So it's like that, like the moon is reflecting on like a, a stream of water that's like within a marsh. And it's a nice, beautiful, starry night. And the moon, it's like that sliver, that little slice of moon where you can barely see the faint outlining of a full moon, but it's that nice, beautiful sliver of moon that we see there, okay? So balsamic moon, a time for healing. The second card is full moon in Scorpio. It's time to release negativity. That's the moon phase we just had, y'all. And that came out in the center. And the card, when we look at it, it is a full moon. Again, deep purple in color. And we see that Scorpio centered right there with the card. And the galaxy is surrounding this beautiful purple full moon in Scorpio. The message is, it's time to release negativity. Third card is full moon in Aries, a fiery climax approaches, okay? So just like the last card, it is a full moon card. It is burnt orange in color. We see the ram, the Aries ram fixated in the center of this card with the starry galaxy surrounding this burnt orange, deep red, like a brick red burnt orange. Yeah, more like a brick red color full moon in Aries. Okay. And bottom of the deck is full moon in Sagittarius. Look at the big picture. Okay. And with this, uh, with this color, it is like fuchsia mixed with indigo and in color with the Sagittarius archer arrow pointed straight up, baby. Okay. Oh, my back is hurting. Like right where my heart chakra would be like, uh, I just feel like I need to do a back bend and yoga right now. Like my I just want to like, uh, I just like my back just feels so weak all of a sudden. Okay, so the first card is a time for healing. All right, so like I was saying in regards to this past weekend and the days leading up to the full moon in Scorpio, and we're coming off that full moon in Scorpio energy with this eclipse energy that we're still in. We just had the lunar eclipse, okay? I know a few people commented that they saw the lunar eclipse happening around midnight on Monday night. Again, I didn't get to see it at that time because that's when it was still storming and it was real cloudy. So the clouds was hiding the moon at that time. But she was beautiful for the times that I did see it. And with um this Taurus energy, right? With having that Venus loving feminine influence on the energy these past couple of weeks right when the moon comes around for scorpio energy it's about getting to the bottom of it right it's about um getting to the root of the situation getting to the bottom of it exploring the darkness exploring the shadow side of it okay and i believe that in order to truly heal you have to get to the bottom of something. You have to get to the root of you. There has to be some type of understanding if if it's possible. You know, there are some times where you won't have answers. You won't have peace. You can't get to the bottom of it because, you know, that person is just unwilling or unavailable to provide that information to you. And you just have to decide to make peace within yourself. But 
if you do have an opportunity, you know, to heal, and if you do have an opportunity to heal with someone or through someone or with the assistance of someone, I think it's very important to seek that out. You know, just like how I was saying with this card, how it looks like, and it's very faint. Like if I'm looking at the card straight on, it doesn't look like that. But when I'm looking at the card through the computer um, on YouTube here, it looks like as if it's like in a marsh and like the little stream is like making its way through, like creating a little path. And so I feel like that's just speaking to, even if it is murky waters, even if it is sludgy and dark and messy and to tap into the healing, it requires you to go into the darkness. Maybe it requires you to go at it alone or to go with someone. Maybe it requires you to, unearth some emotions you've forgotten about or thought you had made peace with but you didn't and in order for this healing work to be done you have to get messy maybe you have to go in the darkness maybe you have to spend some time there an extended amount of time perhaps you have to have conversations that are uncomfortable ask yourself questions that are uncomfortable answer questions that are uncomfortable okay but regardless it's a time for healing and it's past been time for healing how long have you felt like this how long have you felt this longing for healing, this longing for peace, this longing for clarity, understanding, reconciliation, rekindling. How long have you desired this, you know? So whether you've made a decision before or decide to make it now, it's a time for healing. And you need to decide if you're truly ready and open to healing because healing isn't just love and light it isn't just nice spa days and bubble baths and facials uh, 4am facial routines and you know what i'm saying like it's it's beyond you know just getting crystals and getting a smudge stick or you know say so it's just more than that sometimes you're going to cry a lot over and over again sometimes you're gonna want to be in the darkness and you know bury yourself in work or in loneliness or in your emotions or in the past it sucks working through the healing work you know it, it because it can feel unfamiliar and it can feel at times where you're mad at yourself for how you're feeling where you're frustrated with yourself because you don't understand what you're feeling you know it's just a wide range of emotions that comes with this healing work and it ain't for the week okay so shout out to everybody out there that is doing the work even if it doesn't feel like it's working it is okay just trust the process trust the timing okay and know that it is a time for healing and know that as you heal yourself you also can heal others but also give other people the space and permission to heal themselves as well okay the second card is full moon in Scorpio. It's time to release negativity. So note that there, the word time is in both of these cards and they're both purple in color. One is not a full moon and the other one is, okay? One is like a little sliver of shining, brilliant moon. It's like a little sliver of moon, but it's shining. It's brilliant, okay? And the other moon is full and it's beautiful and bold and rich in color, okay? So with this full moon of Scorpio, did you feel the theme of it's time to release negativity? Did you feel that? 
Did the negative energy creep back in your world? Okay, did it move real stealth-like, Scorpio style? Or did it sting you real like Scorpio style, okay? Did it just ambush you out of nowhere with that Mars energy, that Mars powerful masculine energy that is Scorpio? How did the it's time to release negativity theme hit you, okay? Or has it hit you yet? Because we're still in this releasing energy. We're still in this purging, ending, cycle, wrapping up energy that comes with having a full moon, okay? And when it comes to the negativity, where is the root of that negativity, okay? Because sometimes the negativity can be our own thoughts, but our thoughts can be rooted in the criticism that came from someone else that we gave a lot of power to, that we gave a lot of, uh-huh, if they said it, it must be true. Oh, well, if that's how they feel about me, it must be factual. Actual, factual, it must be right. Is there someone that comes to mind when I say that? Is there someone that they make you feel more about yourself than what you make yourself feel about yourself? So for example, if they say you're beautiful, you don't feel beautiful until they say you're beautiful. And in the same conversation, in the same breath, they can say, oh, you are so ugly when you speak. You are so ugly when you wear that dress. You are so ugly when, insert insulting backhanded compliment or whatever, you know? And based on what they say or don't say, right? Not acknowledging your success, not acknowledging your win, not acknowledging your promotion, not acknowledging your good news, not acknowledging this beautiful blessing that they're experiencing, but they don't want to remark on the elephant in the room. Okay. This person, whether what they say or don't say can make you crumble with the speak of a word, with the flash of an eye, with the raise and inflection of the voice. You know, is there some a stronghold, if you will, that you have with someone where it kind of puts you in that low vibrational energy of how you feel about yourself and what you think about yourself? Because again, going back to those thoughts that can be the very thing that's breaking us down and tearing us apart, those thoughts can be rooted in this, the disrespect we allowed from other people, no? The disrespect that's replaying in your head can be something that you permitted from someone else. They could probably could have said it like they were just joking and followed up with, oh, I'm just playing. And you didn't check them in that moment. So now when they say it as a joke over and over again, now you're not saying nothing and you're just allowing it to be ingrained in your psyche, in your ego, in your personality, in your inner voice. And that inner voice is going to be with you as you fall asleep, when you wake up, when you're bored, when you're stressed, when you're experiencing an episode of anxiety or depression. When you feel lonely and scared, when you feel powerless. In those moments, you need to have inner voices of strength and uplift and affirmation. Not going back to the voices of people who've torn you down, who have intentionally planted seeds 
to make you feel bad about yourself, intentionally planted seeds to make you doubt yourself, to come at you, come at you with some toxic energy just so they can see you react, just so they can see you in action. No, it's time to release negativity. And that negativity, it may not look familiar. You know, it may come from a source you didn't realize was toxic this whole time. It may come from someone you least expected, eclipse energy. It may come from someone you least expected, like, wow, I had no idea they was on this type of low vibe energy when it came to me. And no, are you choosing them? Or are you choosing yourself? Are you choosing them? Or are you choosing yourself? Okay, like when I was watching that limited series Candy on Hulu, you know, I can't even talk about because I don't want to give no spoilers. Actually, you know what? Maybe I'll talk about it on the next episode because I really don't want to give any spoilers, but it's a great show. But it just goes to show, you know, that saying it be your own people. It be your own people sometimes. And, you know, that's why you just really have to make sure you take care of you. Be more serious. Be more intentional about your safety and your security. If you are getting in a situation where you're going to be bonded to someone, okay, make sure it's a healthy bond. Make sure it's a reciprocal bond. Make sure it's a bond where if you're uplifting them, they're uplifting you. If you're helping them, if you're offering them resources, you're, they're helping you. They're offering you resources. If you're giving them love, extending love, they're sending that love right back to you. And it doesn't have to be the same love language, but damn, reciprocate in some kind of way. You know, like if you're, if you know you have these relationships where you're giving more than you get back in return, and, you know, you may uplift them, but then they like trauma bond, pull you down, you know, misery loves company, pull you down where like anytime you got some good news, they want to share some bad news or they want to, you know, bring it back to their pity party. And it's like, well, damn, I guess you don't have any space for my good news or we don't have any space for my pity party because I need to always be there for you because you're used to me being the strong friend. You used to me being the wise friend, the compassionate friend, the mom friend. OK, but where's my mom friend? OK, where is my compassionate friend? Where is the person who holds the space for me? OK, and if you know that you've gotten to that fed up point where you're just tired of being being full of BS, of just blowing smoke darkness it's just like just you know what I'm saying just nothingness like if you just feel like it's a bunch of emptiness a bunch of nothing like wow they gave me a bunch of nothing they did all that talking they said nothing they gave me no clarity they said all they wasted all that energy and said nothing I'm done with this you know like just think about the people that just blow smoke around you just and 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 think about if you're blowing smoke to them now, if y'all blowing smoke, blowing smoke to each other, okay, cool, whatever. But if you know that you're you're giving, you're giving and you're offering, and you're not getting that in return, and instead you're just getting you're getting these trauma bonds, or you're still stuck in these trauma bonds that you just can't shake, and it's like I gotta release this. Like it's not doing it for me anymore. Like this thing used to make me happy. This thing used to give me fulfillment, but it's just literally not doing it for me anymore. I can't keep giving to this, you know? 
And sometimes it sucks to let go. Sometimes it sucks to say goodbye. Like Scorpios, they shadow side of Scorpio is to stay stuck in the past. So if you have someone come back from the past and you're like, oh, snap, Mercury retrograde. Somebody came back from the past. And you're considering like, maybe I should give it another shot. Maybe I should give it another shot. Just consider why it ended in the first place. Consider why they reacted the way they did. Consider why you reacted the way you did. Consider the time span it took to heal. Consider if there has been time of healing for either or both of you. Consider, just consider, consider, consider. Look at your safety. Look at your security. Okay. Yeah, they may be sad. Yeah, they may miss you. Yeah, they they're sick without you. They can't eat. They can't sleep. They can't go on without you. Okay, but what about you? What about yours? The safety and security of your heart and your feelings and your love. You know, it's time to release negativity, and that could be in the form of trauma bonds. Okay, one-sided friendships, dead-end jobs, uh, hate-ass friends. Low-key jealous friends, narcissistic partners, narcissistic parents, um, people that energy vampires, um, dead-end thinking, poverty thinking, small-minded, limited beliefs, all of that low-vibe energy is, is worthy of being released from your life so you can elevate, okay? If it's not serving you, stop serving it. Okay, why are you keeping that stuff in your space? Get rid of it. If it's not serving you, if it's not doing anything from you, for you, then get rid of it. If it's not serving you, do not serve it. All right? If you have clothes in your closet that every time you look at it, it reminds you of a time where you felt bad about yourself or it reminds you of that relationship where you felt beautiful in that dress, but they hit you and, you know, you just can't seem to let that dress go. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just have clothes or any energy in your home, in your spaces where it takes you back to a time where your eyes water up from sadness where your lips quiver from grief, from suppressed emotions that you have yet to deal with, hopefully the Scorpio energy sheds some light on whatever you need to work through and deal with, okay? I've definitely been enlightened to some things that I need to work through and let go of, you know? And just didn't realize how some things can hold you back. They can be totally irrelevant from one thing to another, but how it can still have an, uh, an effect or impact on you. So it's time to release negativity. What is that for you? Who is that for you? Have you started doing the work? Have you started making the moves to let it go, to let them go, to be let go of? Okay, stop running back and being available when somebody try to let you go. And then when they can't be strong enough in their conviction, in their commitment and consistency with themselves, they come back to you and then you're still available. Every time they try to move on and they backslide or whatever, or they try to come back to you, now you're still available because you, you are not doing the work either, right? Stop being a pick me. Stop always being so easily available, so easily accessible. Okay, it's time to let it's time to release negativity. Okay, and if someone keep choose keep showing you that they're not choosing you, if they keep showing you they want to release you, but then every now and then they want to come back to see if they still got it. Okay, consider if you're if you may be boo boo the fool. Consider because is it really their fault 
if they keep coming back, because you keep making yourself available. You're teaching them that if you come back, I'll wait for you. And girl, boy, that's your prerogative. You do what you want. I'm just saying, consider the patterns, okay? Final card is full moon and Aries, a fiery climax approaches, okay? So I love that we have two cards, both cards, I should say, that are ruled by Mars. The full moon is Scorpio. Scorpio is um, traditionally ruled by Mars. Nowadays, they say it's ruled by Pluto, but I still say Mars. And Aries is ruled by Mars, okay? So I love that we have double masculine energy that popped out. So I feel like, and this just goes back to what I was saying earlier in regards to like money and being like a sense of power and stuff like that. Like, or maybe I didn't say it to y'all. This is what I'm like realizing for myself or whatever. But I feel like as you work through the healing, as you do the work, and you intentionally release the negativity and intentionally release the strongholds that's kept you back so far, it may pick up speed to where a fiery climax approaches, okay? So the full moon of Aries happens in Libra season, okay? And um, they say eclipse does last for about a six-month period. And since we are in May, I want to say the eclipse started at the end of April, though. So that was the fourth month plus six months. That's 10 October Scorpio season. Makes sense, okay? So for these next six months, I want you're going to continue doing the work to release the negativity this isn't work that you just stop like oh well i don't see the full moon anymore so i'm not gonna release the negativity or i'm not gonna work on my shadow work no you're still doing the work okay it's gonna be a process some some stuff take a weekend some stuff take a month some stuff take a full year to process okay time and you know it's different for everything but i feel like as you embrace and allow the energy of healing and doing the work and releasing negativity that you're going to continue to free up space right so imagine if you had like if all of the negative energy and strongholds and trauma bonds that was weighting you down let's say that you're a hot air balloon but they're the sandbags and as you continue doing the healing work working on your trauma doing the shadow work it releases a sandbag off this side a sandbag off that corner more sandbags more sandbags and now you're able to take off and you're able to gracefully rise and live not too fast, not too fast. You know, just now you're rising to the occasion. Now you're ascending to a higher plane. Now you're breathing life into a higher version into yourself. Now you're floating into that 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 space, okay? Floating into that healing, that watery, comforting, healing energy, okay? And you know, like when the the hot air balloon is floating up, and then what happens? Those blazes of fire, right? Those flames that really get that sucker up there, right? So I feel like as you do the healing work, the first card, balsamic moon, it's time for healing. And the second card, it's time to release negativity, full moon of Scorpio. I feel like as you do that work, you know, heal, let go, heal, let go, heal, let go. It, it works together, right? Like I said, both of these cards are deep purple in color. You heal, you release. You heal, you release. They go hand in hand. And I feel like as you do that work, 
Like it says, full moon in Aries, a fiery climax approaches, right? You're freeing up space. You feel lighter. You're being seen more, right? We don't really see a hot air balloon when it's sandbagged on the ground, right? But when it's in the air, it has access to more people. More people has access to see the hot air balloon, okay? It's in its natural habitat. Hot air balloons are supposed to fly. They're supposed to be grateful and create beautiful memories for people, you know? And, you know, it's supposed to be seen, okay? It's so cool to be seen. So, with this energy, I just feel like as you continue to free up space and allow yourself to rise and to be seen and to impact and help more people, a fiery climax is going to approach and it's your, your life is going to improve or shift in such a beautiful way that you may not see it coming and it may come in hot and heavy. I feel like it's going to come in fiery ram style. Okay. And it's going to come in head first and it's going to be all about you, baby. Like as you continue to do the work to release the burdens of other people, the trauma from other people, the secrets and darkness that came up as a result from other people. Now you have more space for you. Okay, now, you know, you're not in those relationships where you feel latched on or where you were doing the latching out of uh, losing security or out of fear of safety. Create the, the comfort for yourself, create the security, the sense of safety for yourself. Cross your T's, dot your I's, give yourself time to prepare, to plan and stop procrastinating. That's um, one more thing you can release, that negativity, the, the energy of procrastination. Okay, if you know you have an anxiety, why you keep procrastinating stuff? That's what's giving you an anxiety right there. How about whenever you are made aware of something to do, try to handle it right then and there and see if that makes a difference. If you know you're good for procrastinating on stuff, give it a try to just handle it right then and there Aries energy okay handle it right fire style okay and just see if that helps okay if you find that no I need to marinate think on it cool but if you know that you tend to procrastinate and drag your feet and blah 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 give it a shot to just handle things right there in a the moment so then you don't at least have to think about it later on or you don't have to think about it as much because it's at least started or halfway done or something there's some type of progress energy there you know but i just feel like as you continue to pour into you the universe will have more to pour to you okay for your benefit for your elevation for your highness for your exhaustion okay you are a hot air balloon damn it and you know, I need you to believe that a fiery climax is approaching from now until Scorpio season. You got six months. What do you want to manifest for you? Okay. And before we get to this midpoint of the year, because we're coming up into coming up in June, we're going to be halfway done. Then we're going to be doing the, the mid-year assessment, right? How far have we come? How much further do we have to go? And what are we going to do to make that happen, right? So... Before we can manifest beautiful new energy, we got to get rid of the old that wasn't working, right? In order to have a new sense of appreciation of what's to come, we got to get rid of what kept us in a mental stronghold up until this point. In order to fully be available to new love, 
We have to close the chapter, close the possibility, chance of possibility on any past love, right? I'm just saying, wouldn't you want that same respect to you? So give that same respect to other people, okay? Let's let's keep humanity in our society as much as we can, right? Let's bring back the energy of treat people how you want to be treated, okay? Um, it's not cool to be cheating. Like, you know, hopefully people are realizing that. Like, let's get it back to, you know, actually loving each other for real and not living double lives and all that stuff, right? Um, I digress. I digress. A fiery climax approaches, believe that you're worth the climax. Believe that you're worth being the highlight. You're worth being the best part of the day. You're worth being the best part of the journey. You, you are the moment, okay? And before this fiery climax approaches, make sure you tie up those loose ends to let that old stuff go. If they wanted you, you would know. Just like if they, if you wanted them, they would know, right? So just like if they wanted you, you would know. If they wanted to, they would. If you wanted to, you would, okay? Just be real about yourself. Let go of anything that's been holding you down, whatever's been making you cry, or that's had your eyes watering and then you suck those tears right back up. No, 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 no. Feel those tears. Wow. Like I've had, like for the past two days, I've had women um, catch me in a moment where I was just feeling really emotional. And because they asked me what was wrong, you know, when somebody asks you what's wrong, you just start crying. <laughs> right. So like they asked me what was wrong and I did not want to talk in the moment, but they, you know, got it out of me. And I just kept talking after I talked, after I spoke of what was bothering me and neither one of them cried with me neither one of them said oh i'm so sorry neither one of them offered me a tissue because one was virtual and one was in person neither one of them offered me a tissue they both just sat there and held space for me okay they didn't make me feel oh they didn't show me pity they showed me compassion they they gave me strong woman energy and i loved that you know because it gave me space to be my emotional self but it also reminded me that that energy is okay and it's allowed and both women reminded me to not apologize be fully in those energies and those emotions okay it's okay to cry it's okay to feel you have to feel to heal okay so i'm gonna go ahead and stop there um remember oh bottom of the deck full moon and sag look at the bigger picture okay so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and stop there uh, because i intend on chopping this episode up into two okay so yes i'm gonna go ahead and finish there so recap of the cards balsamic moon a time for healing full moon scorpio which we just had on this past uh, monday may 16th happy birthday jenny jackson uh full moon of scorpio it's time to release negativity and a full moon in aries a fiery climax approaches so let that message re- uh, resonate marinate whatever <laughs> uh whatever makes sense to you okay and again just thank y'all so much for tuning in to the my Virgo friend podcast i hope you appreciate this episode I hope you enjoyed it um if there are any other podcasts you would like to see me featured on please let me know please send them my way 
it. Please send them my information. I'm looking to collaborate with other podcasters. I'm looking to collaborate with other influencers. And, you know, I just want to continue growing my podcast. So just know every time you listen, every time you watch me on YouTube, every time you just reach out with your love and feedback, I'm grateful and I appreciate you. So just thank you so much. And I will see y'all next time. I love you. Bye. Thank you.